Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today. <clears throat> Thank y'all for the prayers um, on my vacation. It was really, really great time. Got to travel a whole lot as far as like mileage-wise. So I just got in my car and drove for 2,000 miles. Um, visited with friends along the way. So it was really good. Very, very refreshing for me. And I want to thank Father Josh, too, for filling in uh, on those, those times that we had Mass. So I uh, appreciate that, brother, a lot. Uh, while I was gone, uh, one of the families that I visited, uh, I met them when I was in the seminary. I'd gone to a biblical conference in Steubenville, and um, there was about a thousand people there. And of all these thousand people, I ended up being in line for lunch uh, right next to this husband. His name is Alan. And um, and he and I just hit it off. Like we just became instant friends. One of those kind of one of those kind of friendships. And so we stayed in touch all through seminary. After ordination, I ended up going to Florida and being with their family. Um, and he's a physical therapist, and when I got to, in 2012, when I went to their house in June, um, his wife was pregnant for their eighth kid. Yeah, and um, at eight months pregnant, she was still teaching body pump classes. Like, she's just this amazing person, like superhuman. Um, so anyway, just a really beautiful family, eight children. And so that little one, his name is Mikey, um, he is now seven, seven years old. And, um, and he can't wait for his first communion. And so he plays Mass all the time. Like he has vestments and like he, he does the whole Mass. It's co so cool. So anyway, I gave him a bunch of hosts, unconsecrated, of course. And he had never tasted the host before. And so whenever, <laughs> whenever he tasted it, he asked his mama. He was like, Mama, does the bread taste different when it's Jesus? <laughs> so it was really, really cute. So he celebrated Mass for us while I was there. That was really cool. And I asked him if he could hear my confession. And he was like, I can't do that yet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but he can celebrate Mass. So <laughs> anyway, beautiful little souls. Uh, it was so much fun. Anyway, that has nothing to do with the homily. Today, uh, the gospel readings. <laughs> you know, if I had a much better homily from Father Josh. <laughs> Today's gospel, it talks about these weeds and wheats that grow, right? Uh, the wheat, the good fruit, and the weeds, they're all kind of growing together. And, uh, and there's this parable that Jesus is saying how uh, we want to always, uh, if you're a gardener, you know what I'm talking about, you want your garden to look nice. In your flower bed, you don't want all these weeds growing up in your flower bed. So what do we do? We get out there and we, we pull the weeds. Um, some people try to use that black paper, which as a landscaper, I can tell you, it doesn't work. They come right through it. Um, you put concrete on top. It doesn't work. Many times weeds come through the concrete. Those weeds can be vicious, right? Um, especially that weed that we always call in landscaping cocoa grass. Oh, boo, you get that in your yard, you just might as well move, right? Like, you can't get that stuff out. That's hard to get out, right? Because um, it just multiplies. You try to pull it, it multiplies. It's like, man. So anyway, um, so this is the image that Jesus has. Picture, picture your garden, right? Picture your yard. Whenever you start getting these weeds growing up in it, it takes away from the beauty of the plants. And the beauty of the plant is still there, right? You've still got your flowers, but the weeds are coming in. You just don't want those weeds. And so in a similar way, we can look at it in two lights. One of them is our world today. Look around. You have a lot of good going on. Right? A lot of good stuff is happening. God's grace is still moving. Then no matter how great evil gets, God's goodness and His grace will always supersede it. The more evil increases, the more grace increases. So you've got a lot of good happening in the world. And you've got a lot of really diabolical evil happening in the world today. And it's growing together. And I think that's our frustration. Is like, why? 
Our world was so cool, so good. So many things was beautiful. And all these weeds are coming up. And it's vicious. And they're burning Catholic churches down all over the place, right? And there's riots all over the place. And there's this disrespect for the sanctity of human life, period. Why is it growing up? And it's, it's, it's not just under the soil no more. The weeds are showing. And we want to rip the weeds out. <laughs> but if you rip the weeds out, it can mess up your plants. And it could just multiply the weeds, right? And so that's what Jesus is getting at. How do we do this? How do we shift it? How do we sift out the weeds and still keep the wheat, still keep the good stuff? Well, Jesus is going to do that in the end of time, right? And so uh, he's going to send the angels and they're going to do it. The weeds he's going to throw into the fiery furnace and the good he's going to have inherit eternal life, right? So we can look at it in that way and we can definitely see that reality. And another way we can look at it, the spiritual masters speak about this. The weeds and the wheat exist within us. Vice and virtue. Right? The virtues that we do are those beautiful flowers, right? That's the things that those acts of kindness, the love that you show to people, um, your prayer life. Um, all those things are those beautiful flowers that come up. But isn't that the reality in our life? I've also got these weeds. And that's what we keep trying to pull out. How do we pull them out? We go to confession. <laughs> Father, these things keep popping up. Right? And sometimes our sins, if we don't root them out correctly, they'll keep popping up. Why? Because it's just like the cocoa grass. You pull it out, it's going to multiply. And so how do I pull up those weeds in my life? Well, it's that firm resolution that, okay, this weed is gone and I, it's not coming back in my soil. I'm going to pull it out from the very root of where it's down, not just the top. From the very root, it's going to be extracted from the soil. And so that's what we have to do too. How do we do that? But by fasting and mortification, right? And so we ask the Holy Spirit, like, I'm doing my part. I'm trying to root this out, but I can't do it without God's grace. God's grace is sufficient. And so we got to ask him, Holy Spirit, root out this part, this vice in my life. Start with one vice at a time. That's how you pull weeds out, right? You just pop one of them out at a time. Before you know it, the whole ground is pretty again. Start with one vice. Like that cocoa grass, it's connected and it shoots out and it's got another one. So you pull this one out and it's going to defecto affect the other one. That's how God's grace works. And so, Holy Spirit, root out this one vice in my life. And start practicing that. Start working against it. When I have the urge to go do it, work against it. Press up against it. And you'll soon find that that vice gets rooted out. And then you can go, okay, great. Now we're going to work on the next vice. And then you've got plenty of room to start planting virtue. <laughs> right? Now you have some nice soil that you can till up. The weeds are gone from the root. And you can start planting virtue within, the, within our souls. So that's kind of the image that I love to look at, especially as a landscaper, um, that we can grow in our life with Jesus. Because he, he does. Our, our life of virtue uh, is the fragrance, right? Scripture talks about you're the fragrance of Christ. What does Christ smell like? I don't know. He was a Jew. And he walked all day long. And he probably stunk. <laughs> but virtue is fragrant. Virtue attracts people. Isn't that what happens? Someone really has a wonderful cologne, a perfume. They walk by you like, hmm, who's that? <laughs> right? Virtue is fragrant. Put on the fragrance of Christ, Paul says. That's our life of virtue, right? So that it will attract people 
to Christ. So when they talk to you, they go, oh, wow, you smell delicious. What is that fragrance that you've got on? Well, it's the virtue of love. It's the virtue of generosity. It's the virtue of patience. That's what you're smelling. Right? So let that be what we pray for. Number two things. Ask today the Holy Spirit, root out what vice. Ask Him to do it. And increase in me what virtue. So when one is gone, another one gives way to grow. Amen?